Welcome. This is the first episode of the For the Culture podcast. Today, we'll, I'm joined with Alex Castillo and Farshid Abdullah. My name is Sammy Guzan. I'll be your host. Welcome. Today we'll be. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, all right, all right, all right. Listen, listen, listen. It's two thirty in the morning. All right, you know I'm fucked up. We're all fucked up. Okay, so we're here to talk about life in quarantine as college kids. So, guys, let's talk about that. What do y'all think? It sucks. It's not the best. I think we're all in consensus that this shit sucks. Yeah, for sure. So it's not even a party. It's more like a radio station <laughs> type shit. You know, you know what? You gotta provide a more right, in-depth right, response. You know what? All right. You know what? L- listen, I'll go into depth. Okay. I will say this: the quarantine has made my. I'll, I'll speak from my personal experience before I continue. So, my personal experience: the quarantine has made my life a lot less exciting, a lot more boring, a lot more monotonous. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like my days are all blended together. The only thing that really changed out was school because I had classes in person. But for me, every day is pretty much the same. What I'm going to say to that is that you ain't even have classes like that. Yeah, I don't really have like, classes like that. I actually like have that. set times yeah, for my see, classes. Like, so my days are still numbered, but I still can't tell what day Yeah, like you, you got it worst off. You yeah, know, for sure. like for, and for she's got it best off. I'm like in the middle. I don't even know what's best off. Like if you, hey, have, I'll if you don't say, have set class time, you don't know when to wake up. See, it's not, exactly. It's not healthy like, like that. I'm not going to lie, after quarantine, going to bed at 3 a.m. was, like, my normal time, which was never like that before, you know? Like, even really? in even in summer, I wouldn't go to bed. What about high school? High school, no. I, I would, in high school, uh, at least senior year, I would have, I would have to be at school by 12, 12, 1, yeah. Because I'd have, I also, the thing that was nice, because I had two online classes, so I didn't have any morning classes, so I'd have, I wouldn't have to show up to school until after learn, which was, like, 10.30. Yeah. Right, so I would wake up at like nine forty-five, and I'd go to bed at midnight or like one, wake up refreshed naturally. I wouldn't even need an alarm. So, so back to our original subject. I'll say that like quarantine has just made life very boring, and like it presented an interesting opportunity at the same time to like learn about. At, le- at least for me, I learned a lot about myself. You know, especially with introspective thinking, and God. So, like, I'll say, uh, for myself, I learned a lot about myself. I explored some more of my interests. And that was, uh, I think it helped me kind of figure out who I am. You know, that's what I'll say about my quarantine. Because, like, I know I spent a lot of my free time, obviously, playing video games, watching TV, like everybody else. All right, how about this? But I also watched a lot of YouTube. Which have one word to describe quarantine. I feel like mine is unfulfilled. I felt so I wouldn't say unfulfilled. I would say autonomous. Autonomous is like, or like, you had a set routine. You just kept set on routine, and I kept following. Yeah, honestly, I think that's the best way of following it. Like, I was describing it. Honestly, bro, I thought it was like an extra long summer. To be honest, it was like honestly, like, no, I, I still did DoorDash, bro. I, I mean, sure, I still finished school while we still had it during yeah, quarantine, for sure. But like, when summer hit, bro, like, it was oh like God. a same old, same old, bro. Like, my life between like. Quarantine over the summer versus now hasn't changed that much. Other than like doing work, bro. But like still smoking every day, playing Brawlhalla every day, bro. Like, tea break my ass. Netflix every day. Uh, yeah, fuck tea break, bro. Yeah. Jesus. Like, dude. Like, I, life's the same, bro. All the days are like just meshed yeah. together. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that like, I can see that because like my summers usually weren't that exciting either. But like, I'll say like, 
to compare the most recent normal summer to now, at least 2019 summer, we still, like, us in general, like the whole group, we did stuff. Sure. Even if it was the same shit, at least we were out of the house, you know? And, like, it did get boring, but, like, I was still glad to be out of the house, personally. See, like, I think, I personally believe, like, our summer this past 2020 versus 2019 has been pretty similar because we still. Sure. Dude, it hasn't been okay. Sure, we didn't like get together as much. Sure, but we still like, did. every day. But Listen, like at know, least like twice a week, right? But twice you, a fa- week. you could factor in that we could have done more we in did. our summer. You could have done we could have done more in our summer if we had more opportunities. Like let's say like if you want to go like tubing or rafting, most of the places are probably closed because they don't want to expose themselves. Yeah, the mall, we couldn't go to that because that's just like not option. Yeah, what we did was skateboard. Sammy, you attempted. I'll, I attempted I'll and then and too well, but that's okay. All I'm saying is, we did that last summer. We didn't do shit last summer. We went to the mall. We went to Mosaic. Same thing as this summer. Yeah, but I'm saying like, at least I mean, in my we opinion, had more options last year, but like this year, bro, no options. Like, even though it was less options, I honestly don't. We didn't know. utilize. Yeah, we talked about going to camping or going to the beach. Oh, like we considered a decent bit. We considered it for sure, like last year, but like, no, no one took action. And it just never happened, bro. Like, so I think it would be yeah. the same result. Shooting the summer would have been Honestly, the same at least we succeeded COVID. with doing a barbecue with each other, bro. Multiple, multiple twice, twice, twice. Wait, okay. So you're saying that like summer low key would have been the same? He's saying like yes. very slight difference. I, I would say like I think like we would just be able to hang out with more different people, and yeah, it would like, be able, like our parents would be less worried about us going out, yeah. so we would go out more. But other than that. Not much. I maybe mean, have a real job. But right. I'll, I'll say personally for it. me, I enjoyed 2019 summer more than 2020 because there was, at least for me, a certain level of anxiety because, like, as you both know, my parents are right. very old, you know, and I really didn't want to contract it. Like, I trusted my friends at least to, like, do the right thing, wear masks, not go out unless you needed to. So, like, in that sense, I felt comfortable like I did not feel I personally didn't feel very comfortable like going out at Yo, all all things considered though like we're still like American by sense and I feel like our quarantine like was honestly like shit compared to like oh yeah things. for sure like we still hung out like on a pretty consistent basis somewhat consistent even if, even if following like the protocol like the necessary guidelines yeah. we were still hanging out like that we were yeah. still hanging out that's but, fine like, see my I understanding say- was like because I wasn't really hanging out. I wasn't really hanging out with anyone else other than you guys. Yeah, I mean, so, like, no, same thing. Exactly. So, like, I thought it was, like, I, because, like, it's the same people. Because, like, honestly, I started out very slow, like, because like, my parents were, like, hella worried and shit. Because, like, yeah. first, like, it was I because it was just spring break. It's, like, blah, 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 we're getting together and shit. Yeah. But then quarantine hit. Yeah. And then, like, is. we're, like, everyone, like, quarantine, like, low-key, bro. But then, like, I know me, Cyrus, and Sammy were like, bro, we're too bored, bro. Let's do play some badminton or something. Yeah, that's okay. So I convinced my parents, like, yo, social distance. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm only no, going to hang out with two other people. Yeah, I guess. It was like, outdoor. We were, like, the closest we were was, like, three feet. We weren't yeah. next to each other. Because right. even when you're on the same team, you're not standing next yeah, to each exactly. other. What you was know? that, like, uh, like, March, April? That was, like, I think more like May. May it was, was when he so started. Okay, when did he start doing that? Because, like, we had classes. It was, like, I think it was, like, April to, like, June. Yeah, it was like late April. Was that just like longboarding was like July? Longboarding was July, mid to late July, mm-hmm. not June. Maybe a little bit end of June, but not like. But like that was that was fun. Though. That I was fun. Was nice. Longboarding was very relaxing. I'll agree. Uh, but I yeah, I think the badminton was like honestly very enjoyable. Like it, like honestly, I really enjoyed badminton. It was fun, and and I was like I wasn't worried because social distancing plus it's the same yeah. same two other people. Yeah, I mean that's how it started off, but then eventually like. 
with that we got more comfortable and just like escalated a little, yeah. little bit because like, then we like pushed to like barbecues and just like yeah. all our hangouts like I don't at know. first we didn't even go to Cyrus's house but then we started actually entering his room and shit yeah. just like very gradually but it happened for sure I'm still more of a fiend for like sports that have at least some contact maybe not like football like let me tackle you real quick but like basketball there's still like physical contact in there but, yeah like, Soccer too a little bit, but even then, soccer has physical contact for yeah. sure. But all I'm saying is that like those sports probably not the best for COVID. All these, yeah, like, exactly. It's not, it's not space. It's not space. Exactly. You want like sports more like badminton and like volleyball. Yeah, it's ultimate frisbee. I think. Right? I think what the NBA did was really, really well done. I mean, you had to do it. You had to do it. Yeah, I think. I think what the NBA did was like really well done because they just like they created this bubble and then they just immediately tested everybody constantly for two weeks. And anybody who was who tested positive, they quarantined them, and then anybody who was negative, they just kept them normal. And then eventually, they had zero positive tests for like a week, and then they were good to go. Until how NBA stars brought hoes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how literally. Bad, how bad off do you think someone would be if the NBA didn't come back though? I think it would be worse because I, mean, I like I, I know honestly, it's one thing to hope for because it's like see, but I don't think it's even affecting our summer. It's affecting our fall. Yeah. It, it is more of a fall thing now. Because, like, I mean, playoffs yeah. really started, like, end of August. Yeah. And, like, it's continuing now, which was like, probably but the end hype of that, September. that summer brought in, because they still started the summer league in, like, July, like, end of July. Like, they started yeah. the summer league? I don't even know. Not, not, no, I know, right? no, but, like, the, the bubble. Yeah, the bubble. Regular. Not, the, yeah. not summer league, but it might yeah. as well be. The regular season. Yeah. The, re- the bubble uh, regular season. I don't know, but, like, honestly, like, everyone so far I've talked to are still, like, NBA fans. They didn't even watch, like, the regular season bubble games. They only watched, like, playoff games. I, I, I watched a couple I watched a little bit of the bubble but I watched no, a few like, yeah just like a few but like not too many probably like four yeah but like like honestly like, compared to how much we watch the playoffs now like, well, let's be the playoffs yeah if the bubble didn't happen the playoffs like, we watch happen, this like, shit every day like now mm, at this point yeah the playoffs wouldn't happen like that if the bubble didn't happen no for sure so like the bubble like created anticipation for the playoffs yeah which were to come so like, like did that affect your summer I mean they needed it for seeding anyway like, yeah. like no because like by then, I was more focused on, like, oh, I'm trying to, like, move into, like, tech and, like, Blacksburg and whatever, like, instead of, like, I don't care about basketball. Now. I mean, here, yo, here's one thing, though. Like, I just, did, uh, personally, I did not care about the summer. It did not affect me until but playoffs. Don't you yeah. think it's crazy? All the winter sports that had playoffs in, like, spring, like, NBA or hockey, any of those two sports, That's they need to have those shits. But hockey, at least I don't know about it, they haven't had a playoffs. Like, I don't think so. Ended. So, 2020 as a season is gone. 2019-2020 is. is a done season. It is. With no winner, no losers. But yeah. NBA, they're but still, NBA gonna have, they're they're still, still having it, yeah. And you know what team says? Is it baseball still doing good? Baseball is having saying, games. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Baseball. Who cares about baseball? We're not baseball people. So. We are not baseball people. Yeah. Um, I'd rather watch tennis than baseball. I, uh, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I, Dude, I, tennis I is agree. interesting, bro. I'd rather watch Djokovic like, win his life. I feel like yeah. the yeah. get more of the bro. praise for baseball because they're the ones that keep it interesting between like... Yeah, they oh, keep it alive. Somebody's at bat. Strike one. They keep it anticipating, bro, for like what's going to happen. I mean, it's no. a slow-paced game. You can't it just be like play after play like, Dude. oh shit, Rondo made a three. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dunk. Yeah, I know. No, you I, have, I agree. I know you guys have never watched cricket in your lives, bro. But like, no nah. cap, bro. Like, I watched baseball like at least a bit, bro. And I watched cricket, bro. And I didn't get into cricket till like late in my life. And I like cricket's actually way more. But is it fast? Actually, no. I, I, it I, is. It is more. Like, I, depends on which like mode it is. Like, if you're playing like ODI, which is like, shit, man. I can't explain these words. It's it's fine. No, you, we don't have to go into detail. There's, there's like three versions. Okay, a very short version, which is like lasts about like an hour for each team for batting 
and then another one which is about like three hours per batting, and then another which can last like three days. See, here's, here's what I think though. Like a sport like basketball, every play, every action, every reaction yeah. happens in a split second depending on what's going on. Basketball is like, all about movement. No, no, but, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Baseball is very slow paced in the sense that. Someone's at bat, they gotta, gotta send the pitch, or maybe someone gets a steal once every like while or some shit, right? And there's also games like football that have the same pacing, technically, as baseball. But the thing that's cool about football, it's different than baseball, is that football can have a number of different outcomes. Yeah. Football so can change in an instant. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there Two could be, minutes, no, there could be a touchdown change. pass, an um, interception, an interception, a nice, a very nice run. Some yeah. trucking and a touchback, a foul, yeah. a, a touchback. There's so many anticipation things. It's like an adrenaline the rush. People no, I. Back. Like, but baseball's well, set by a limit honestly, of what's available in the play. Exactly. It's like if there's three people on base and somebody's a home run, base is loaded, home run. Obviously impressive. But if nobody's on any base, and the guy just gets to like a single base hit, it's not that exciting. It's not as adrenaline filled as mm -hmm. holy shit. There's like so many different options for like football. So okay, so I'll, I'll propose this. I question. did. You remember? Wait. The, you want, you want to finish? Right, you remember the 2018 like Super Bowl? I believe it was. I don't know if it's 2018, but it was like New England Patriots versus the Falcons, bro. Like, oh, Patriots yeah. were down like the whole game. Bro. Oh yeah, but yeah. The comeback. Third and like, fourth quarter, bro. They like fuck shit up, bro. They, they, they did. They literally just no, they, took that shit. They really bro. made one of the best comebacks I've ever seen in my like, life. I was, was watching that game, that bro. Was I was like, it was, it was GG, spectacular. Was GG, but like. No, bro. I mean, no. hey, hey, my bets with posts, but who's gonna win with the household? Everyone in there, we had three people that said Falcons, I believe, and then I went Patriots, won that bet, streak around the block, like naked, running around, or some shit like that. I don't know. That was with the Eagles, I think, what you're referring to. No, no, no. no we we talked about the year before. Oh, oh. Because cause she, Even been, the year before. Cause she was right three years in no, a row. No, I was right three years in a row. The past year with Patriots and the um, Eagles. Was it no? It wasn't Eagles this past year? Was it? Past year was, was 2019. Like the Chiefs and 49ers. Chiefs 49ers. I went 49ers. Chiefs oh. won. So yeah. Okay. yeah I see. Yeah, I went for Chiefs. All right, all right, all right. So let's move. I'm gonna move on a little bit. So let's let me propose this question. Do you think that these more fast-paced sports games like basketball and football are more popular nowadays because we have shorter attention spans, partially due to because of our phones and like the neurochemical feedback, compared to like slower games like baseball? Or whatever, so, like you, you get the point. Like, would you say that, like, for people our age, we enjoy more of these fast break games because they're, they require shorter attention spans because it's like play by play, yeah. and they're so quick. Well, with basketball, it's twenty four seconds. It's the same. No, no, no. It's the same thing with like um, that yeah. I was saying about like football and how it's different from like baseball, even though technically yeah. they go the same pace relatively. relatively football yeah. has so many different options for yeah. play to happen, so a chance of amazing like plays. Are available, yeah. but like, let's say like there was a capability of getting like a a triple play in baseball. Save you catch, gosh. you catch the ball that was hit. You throw someone else out, and then you catch another person trying to steal the base or something. You get three outs in one play. That shit is possible only when there's two people on base. But if there's limited by like there's no people on base, someone hits it and they catch an out. It's just one out, but it's not a triple play in football. Regardless of what yard line you're at, there's still amazement for a play. You can truck someone, you can do a nice juke yeah. or something. But yeah. there's so many different options for that. Same thing with basketball. Someone cross someone up, someone could dunk someone. A nasty block, a, a steal. great steal, yeah. intelligent play regardless. Yeah. Plays like that, even in hockey, there's still chances for amazement. But like baseball is still limited by what's available to the yeah. actual play. 
Like you can't you can't have triple play if there's only one person mm-hmm. on a base or mm-hmm. no there's no people on base. No, for sure. I, I think you're focusing a little too much on like why baseball? Why you don't like baseball? I'm talking about like in general, like slower sports. No, but I'm saying that even in slower sports, there's only limited options. Yeah. Even like bowling or something, a, a chance for amazement only happens in a few circles, yeah. like plays like an eight two split or something like that, getting like a spare off that. That's a great play, but it it only happens if the first thing happens. Yeah. Like the amount of things that like fast paced sport could happen in each individual play is vastly greater than what a slow sport can do because yeah. they're heavily reliant on the play before that. So if the setup's not good, then the actual play like possibilities are not that big. But in a fast-paced sport, it's completely opposite because the play like before almost has no bearing on what could possibly happen in this very play. I, I can agree. I would say that like, I think, I think also personally, I would say it goes back to the attention span thing because it's like with basketball, I know for me at least, since I got on my phone, I've noticed my attention span decrease, personally. Okay? And I think that's a fair assumption to make for most people. Because, you know, with at least with my phone, like, I'm going on Instagram. I'm seeing a new... I, every second, I'm seeing a new post. You know? It's having that constant easily new information... Distracted. Yeah, easily distracted. You know, I, I, that's also one of my flaws, and I'll accept that. And I'd say, like, with basketball, it kind of mirrors that, like, instant information feedback that I have from social media, at least, specifically Instagram, because it's, like... Every each side is only twenty four seconds. You know, unless it's like fouls or technicals or whatever. But like that only makes you only having the ball on one side of the court for two minutes at most. I'll say. What do you mean by this question? You know, and I'll say that like I think that the shorter attention span is like a big player in why, at least in our our age group, uh, like sports like faster paced sports like football and basketball are so much more popular. You know, like. You go back to like 20, 30 years ago, baseball was like the most popular sport in the country. Now it's like football and now basketball is, you know, the second most popular and it's going to be the most popular in probably like 10 years, maybe less, you know. So I think that's just part of like the whole consequence of phones. And I, I, that's what I've been noticing, at least. That's like my interpretation of like why I'm enjoying basketball so much more than I'm enjoying baseball or golf or lacrosse, you know. What do you think? In my mind, it's more so about like what you're like. It's what you said about the phones, bro. Because you already have like so much like information, like yeah. literally like I like before like before playoffs, bro. I used to just watch like highlights on basketball, bro. Yeah. That's it, bro. Yeah. Or like soccer, or any sport, because like I used to just follow accounts like that. Because of that stuff, like I used to watch sports less, but now that's like either important or like just in general, like because like all. Oh, so going, wait, so going back to this, this all stemmed from COVID and how maybe like instant yeah, gratification, like some kind of like any kind of notification yeah. on your phone would just instantly grab you. Do you think that maybe, let's say basketball or like football were off the table for this entire year, mm-hmm. and baseball or like a golf were still in play, do you think any kind of highlight plays on those would be the same kind of stir craze that you'd get from like a basketball play, even if there was COVID? Like that was the only sport available. See, I just have don't have an interest in baseball, so I just don't. Yeah, like personally, I'm not like a huge sports guy. Like I like sports, but I'm not like super into sports like it's only that. For a select few. Yeah, for a select yeah, few. Yeah, like, and you know, the biggest one know. for me is basketball, and I would say like probably like soccer, then like tennis and like football. No, like, that's my personal ranking. But like I would say, if like we didn't have those fast-paced sports, if anything, I would think that like. I know personally, I'd probably be even more addicted to social media than I am now. Like, I know I go on Instagram like two hours a day, you know, and like, I, I don't want to, but like when I'm bored, 
Or like, like I don't nothing better to do. Yeah, there's nothing better to do. Exactly. So I'm just like I'm just going on my phone. And I'm going on Instagram. So it's like, because it's just it's like a constant feedback loop. So wait, wait, let me let me, let me phrase this both Okay. How much do you think Corona has like highlighted some like less well tendencies? So like, if you used to like knock on your phone every day. Because you had like social connections, you were hanging out with friends, you were doing a certain mm-hmm. activity, but that was canceled due to Rona. Mm-hmm. Do you think quarantine like helped you self-indulge in other less beneficial tendencies, like checking your phone more in the day than you oh. typically would? Quarantine, oh, for sure. like, set, like in, uh, what's the right word? Just initiated like very bad tendencies. Oh like, yeah, all things, bro. Like low eating, bro, because you're always at home. Mm-hmm. Just like your sleep schedule, your intake of social media and Netflix in general, bro, because you're alone always. Like, just jerking off. Yeah. Bro, like, God, bro. Yeah, like... Like, everything. I, I know for me, like, so, like, I actually checked this. So, for, so, on average, before quarantine, I would be on my phone three and a half to four and a half hours a week. Okay? Like, that's not too bad. That's, like, under an hour a day. Like, yeah. half an hour a day, roughly. But, like, social media, no, like like total screen time. Oh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Good. That's pretty yeah, good. like because I limited myself because I had stuff to do. And then two weeks into quarantine, I get the because I get this every Sunday. I get the report. I went up to ten and a half hours a week Ooh. from four and a half, right? And I'm thinking about and I saw that I was like, jeez, like did I really go on my phone that much more? Because I didn't even notice it, or like like I noticed it, but like I didn't, it didn't feel like much more. But like I also noticed that like I was so bored, even though I still had classes. And even though I was still at home and I could be like watching TV or playing video games, I just had this like tendency to go to my phone. It's just because it's always on you, bro. Yeah, it's always on you. You always have access to it and it's, you have so much information and so much content. It's like, why not? I mean, the internet was the portal after yeah. COVID because you can't get social interactions. So obviously you're going to do it virtual. Yeah. Anything virtual. That was the fucking, that was the streets. That was the road. That was the main connector for everybody. Yeah. What did our parents do, bro? Like in situations where, like, I don't think they ever had one. I, I, I under think. I mean, exactly. that's no, the point. I mean, like an epidemic that like shuts down. No, that's like, not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I mean, like, because they didn't have phones or anything, but they do, like, in like those short like spans of town where like no one. They still have social interactions, dude. So you're telling me? So do you think like Cause past you, generations were just more socially interactive and like have better social skills? Like individuals, I think so. Because we have, I, they didn't have like the. Like not burden, but handicap of the phone. I I just feel like like people who like lived in other generations where like internet wasn't as prevalent, they just have better like tendency, like a better tendency to have like better social skills than the average person. Uh, I I mean, you don't you don't really get the shut in person. Yeah. Before the internet was the thing. Yeah. Because the internet kind of replaces oh, the reality. Oh, but you can also reality. say, like, no one talked about that shot person or that thing, did, that idea just never existed because there was no internet. Bro. Because there was no internet, that information like, was that spread. information was never spread. You know, exactly. like, like, okay, I'll give you an example. It's like an analogy. Like, nowadays, there's, like, surveys on from, from 1980 till now. I, I read it a couple years ago where it shows that, like, now people think the world is more, a lot more dangerous than it was in the past. But numbers indicate otherwise. They indicate it's actually a lot safer today. But that's because, but because of the access to information on the internet, they they see these things up close that they think it's like a lot worse than They're it actually is. The world, right? Perceptions are different than socially, though. Yeah, I'm just saying that like people of past yeah. generations may have socially been like more inclusive or like more like um 
like extrovert, extrovert. Yeah, but okay, so here's what I'll say. Since there was no access to the internet, the only way you got your information was through newspapers, radio, and word of mouth. For general information. General information, right? And so like the people who were socially interactive and social had better social skills were the ones who typically spread that information. Now, and like they, you didn't see any of the people who weren't antisocial, so you didn't think of it. And you didn't realize how prevalent it was because you just didn't see it. Now we see it a lot, especially online on like meme accounts or Reddit or whatever. Like you can see there's a lot more of those types of people, but like just because you see it more doesn't necessarily mean it's more common now than it was in the past. I mean, honestly, it's that's like, what I'm saying. It's very hard to compare because like we never the, lived there personally. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. No, but as I'm saying, like sports or like anything in comparisons, like any morals or any stats for sports, any like social like. Any social cues. It's hard to compare time. You can't. Times together. Yeah, no. Yeah. Different decades have different like styles of living. Like For sure. 80s culture just what is not the culture today. You know, because we for literally like shows. <laughs> of course. They if you watch like old movies or something, like our generation will find it corny or something because like it seems very outplayed to us and like it's just very basic. Yeah. But like, people back then. Fucking love this, bro. Yeah. They're like going wild for that shit. Yeah. Like, let's be real though. Like, certain movie cultures in like the 70s or 80s, for maybe like the Discovery, like an Indiana Jones type yeah. flick, or like all the copycats of that, that could be the same thing said for our generation. Like, how for all of a sudden, in the past like 10 years, I'd say, everyone got into like anime or some stuff like that. Like, some oh, different like cultural the popularity norms. Popularity exactly. For but sure. I'm saying like different cultural norms are like things that are like topics that were deemed unacceptable or like weird as hell in the past mm-hmm. come forward in the future or maybe they were popular in the past and they're like not as popular in the future no for sure like just things change as time goes well, yeah on. I mean that's just the nature so of the humanity. social interactions of like it, it's hard to compare because they, they have different, they have different like, limitations really. and access yeah because there's different access to information and people saw different things exactly. in that time period yeah. you know it's hard It's hard to compare but yeah but like you can attempt as and like try I mean no, but like I, I would say like the, the lack of information in that era I think limited their under the full scope of understanding for like how many people didn't have social I'm skills I'm just gonna say like I think COVID and quarantine really set the bar for like maybe not even a bar just like it showed a data point of like how interconnected people can be even when not like actually interacting with yeah. the person like uh, everyone's I, in their own home making their own content sharing with other people yeah. just like texting chatting Video, videoing. I mean, look at us. We're doing the exact same thing. Exactly. We're like staying at home most of the time. You know, wearing our masks, doing our part to make stop the spread of this pandemic. And we're still making our own content. But it's still a really cool like it, it, idea of how like people can utilize one service to cover for another. Like really replace like hanging out with each other in person with just FaceTime like every yeah, day. like legit. Like that exactly. FaceTime call was like existing every day at least. Like, At least like not twice a day, bro. Probably. Yeah. No, it really was. Like, we would just FaceTime all the time. We'd either just like talk or like play, play video, video games, games or just like yeah, just Literally, chill. That's it. You know. Like do whatever I would do with them in person. Like but just on my FaceTime. Like, yeah. Except, I was still on my phone <laughs> scrolling through Reddit or Instagram. Right. Yeah. Still talking. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was very interesting to see. I'll say, but like, I don't know. I th- I still think quarantine had like. 
a lot of detrimental effects. Yeah, and that's you know and shit's gonna go wild when quarantine's effect. over. Oof. Like, it'll go, like, crazy, like, crazy. It, it will. Even then, like, how do you say it's over? What does over mean? Vaccine over means that is vaccine. successful and, like, the spread has stopped. Like, vaccine is successful, but there's also, like, attempts for, like, movements like anti-vax or some shit like that. I'm not saying that anti-vax is like prevalent and all. All I'm saying is like different cultures be like doing different things. So even if you say it's over, some people are still going to be like, well, it's still out there right now. So let me just wear a mask and not go out for a while. Okay, so here's what I'll say to that. There's no real over. There's just a new beginning. I think people who like know what's good for them and know what they <clears> want <throat> after this pandemic, like they want right. to go back to like no. normal society without masks and stuff. No, no, no. Do them. I agree with that. But all I'm saying is like, they say, when's the next pandemic? When is there another instance of this where, like, oh, we gotta go back into this phase? Why not just keep it on and stay safe forever? Or stuff like that. You, you I believe for that. sure there are some people like that, but I feel like the majority of most people, like, even with COVID existing, like, they don't give a shit, bro. No, but that's, They're just, like, fuck it, bro. that's for America at least. But I'm saying globally, least, yeah, I feel like oh, the interaction, no, no, no. like, what, what quarantine did and what COVID showed us was how different cultures respond differently. Like, America's, we're in the hot spot because this part of the world, or this, like, subset of culture is more so inclusive of freedom of anything, even to the detriment of others. There's no common good, which is more communism. This is more, uh, I guess, liberal or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to say it politically. All I'm saying is that the freedom to do whatever the hell you want could be a detriment to others, whereas other so, cultures care more so about the other person. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse. Go to the people versus good, like good of yourself. yourself. Yeah, because yeah, uh, it was interesting because I, I was reading about this. Like, why were Asian cultures so oh, good at stopping the virus, but like Western cultures weren't? Because it's like, in Asian cultures, it's a sense of collectivism, which can have, and, and here in the it's West. It's more naturally social distance culture, honestly. It, it is also it really more, is. especially yeah. in Japan. I know Japan, they don't even shake hands, they bow from like two, three feet away. And but they, like, if you see, like, people used to wear masks all the time. They would. Whenever they were sick, they would wear it anyways. You know? Out of politeness. Yeah, because it, it was a collectivist culture, whereas in the West, it's a more individualistic culture, where it's all about, like, you make your mark on the world, whereas in these other countries, it's uh, more like you do what you can to benefit society. And so, like, both col- both types of cultures generally have their pros and cons, but, like, in the sense of a pandemic, the collectivist culture was just much more successful at stopping the spread. Mm-hmm. But it also has its detriments, like... And like it just makes a lot of people feel worthless. And I know, like in Japan, suicide is like suicide the, rates are out. suicide rates are like some of the highest in the world for like developed nations. You know, like but you're not gonna see the that reason why like Japan's like what do you call it? what's it for like they're like birth rate? Oh, they're yeah, they're a population. Like, I mean, yeah, they have a negative, but something like so do Western cultures though. That's not I know how Western like, cultures no, do like the, European Italians, countries, bro. Italians right now are declining in population. Yeah, they are. Most but, of the population is stagnating, and it's also like over six percent. Yeah. That was one of the things like you learn like the HDI or some like random other economic stuff. Because when like that country becomes developed, bro, they just like see less. Yeah, like more like people, bro. Yeah, but like I know in Japan specifically, it's just like. That the collectivist culture is so powerful that like after a hurricane, very few cases of looting, almost nobody loots. But right, but like at the same time, it makes the individual feel worthless to their own value because it's like, what does my life matter if it's all if it's all dependent on contributing to society? Yeah, you know, you like, need to have a balance. Of individual. Yeah, but like, and then same thing in like Western culture, it's like I have all this pressure to make a good with my life. Like, why should I give into this pressure when I just like do what I want or like just end it all? 
So it's like they both have like their own pros and cons, but like an individualistic society pushes a lot of people forward economically, and it gives them the motivation to like move forward and up the economic ladder. Whereas in the collectivist, it kind of like they kind of contribute more to like the less less economics, but more like social and like general welfare, and like they pushes them up that ladder instead. So let me ask you this: Would you say that the this is maybe two part? But like, would you say the more individualistic Western culture mm-hmm. is more extroverted than the more collectivist, introverted Eastern culture? Would you say? Um, would you say it's more social or less social, like online, not in person. Oh, online. Yeah, uh, online. I would online. say probably the collectivist because it's more social or less. Social? I mean, I would say like not to say like they like like from the collectivist cultures we've seen, it's probably more social online. Like I know in China, so many people. Go online. Dude, WeChat, bro. WeChat is one of the most popular Dude. apps on the WeChat planet. WeChat is the most popular in China, bro. I'm pretty it, it is. Sorry, yeah. It's got so like let me, one let me ask you billion. This, this Facebook's banned. So yeah. Let me ask you this. Would you say the more extroverted Western culture has changed due to COVID and how, like, the online user base, this thing was a tipping point. Like, you couldn't get access to information. You couldn't see friends. You couldn't see, like, updates or anything since COVID was a thing. You had to get it all online. You couldn't get it in person or anything. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's pushing us more towards being more introverted in person and more expert online? Or would you say it hasn't changed and we're still just like waiting on the time to come back? I would like Eastern. Cultures? I would say generally hasn't changed. Cause I like, don't think so, not yet. Because like, like from I, what I've seen, yeah. bro, like literally like a month in, bro, like it seemed kind of back to normal, bro. Like everyone was out, parking, like garages were all filled like usual, bro. Like it seemed the same, bro. Like, so would you say that like being online is not a personality trait like how you act online is not a personality trait. i feel like being online is like a part of someone but like there is a social aspect of them existing in this world and like doing like stuff in the room would you say like, like online would ha- would cover a different like territory than extroverted versus introver- introverted like would you say like those two categories mainly apply in person whereas there's a secondary no. category for being online no. i think it's a collective like of both parts and like like social and like in person, of I, I think being online is just like a the, part of being introverted, or extroverted. Yeah, because it's just like when you go online, it's similar to uh, the psychological effect of putting ha- a mask on. Of putting a mask on, you don't. People don't know who you are. Fucking generally. mask off. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't think being but, introverted or extroverted as a social like like tendency I, I would, would say, make you more inclined to like be more active on a social media or I, like I w- online. I mean, I could say like it could, but like I think it just depends on the individual. Because I would say that like more introverted people have like seen the option to be more sociable and extroverted online without any like risk of like the anxiety or the consequences pushes them to be there. Because they're like, oh, I can do this without any downfalls? Sure, why not? And it's like, because they have that mask effect where they like they they realize nobody knows who they are. They can't see but who they that are. Is, that just leads to so, different issues. So, also. Yeah, yeah, but that, that can so lead to different issues. Cyber bullying, bro. Cyberbullying is one thing, but also I just want to ask, like, do you think being anonymous affects people like socially? Oh, for like, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, like, but to what extent? Like, if you were a psychopath, like in real life, what would your online persona look like? I mean, that depends on the that individual psychopath. You no, can't. But you, you, no, but do you think like the same like? tone of a message or like the meaning of a message to like isolate victims maybe torment them for all we know kill them like stuff like that do you think that like the social contact online versus like if you're if they were individually talking to another person would be different 
Okay, if you want to talk about psychopaths specifically, I don't think they would use the online social aspect to, to achieve their goals. I think, like, like to achieve their goals. I would say, because that's what predators do. They use online messaging to lure vulnerable people in and meet up with them in real life. That's what, what they do. Psychopath and that's what they trust. Would that, would well, that I, lower, I, like, do that stuff? I, I mean, I, I'm not a psychopath. I can't. I think a psychopath I can, I can probably use, like, all his tools available to, yeah. like, get what's going on. Yeah, like, I, 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 but, but, I but, like, you, you can't tell because everybody I mean, yeah, is exactly. different. Dude, a psychopath could also just be, like, a normal person living life and, like, try to still be, like, normal, yeah. but, like, like, still a psychopath, but, like, like okay, okay. Let, okay, yeah. let me, let me, you know, his, like, tendencies are wrong. Yeah, all right, so let me, let me, I guess, tangent, kind of. Do you think there's any way to diagnose a psychological issue with someone based on their online persona alone? No. No. Because I think the online persona It's a is part of almost, it, but it's not all of it. I would say the online persona is rarely a full picture of who they are as a person. Rarely. And it's like, even their normal can, social interactions... If you show like some dormant ideas of them, maybe, but like... That's, also just like surface level ideas. Like it no, just no, no. depends on what kind of person. But that's, that's if you're based solely online. Yeah. Right? So right now... You know, but, we're in, hear me out, hear me out. Okay, right? Go ahead. If you're solely online, I feel like your tendency socially would probably be a little bit different. I agree with you. Sure. Right? But right now, social tendencies externally, like with another person individually, one-on-one, is kind of hard to come by, you know? Like, let's say let's say you're like a in high school or in like junior high or some, sh- some shit, right? We'll say high school. Exactly. But your county restricts school, so like you don't have it. It's all online. Your only so- social interaction is online. So would you say like there's no avenue, no way to address a psychopathic or psychological issue since your only social connection is online. I think it depends on what kind of social media you're using. Because like if yeah. you're actually interacting with someone on like face and talking to someone that's like different versus like oh I'm posting something on Instagram or like Yeah. Facebook I, or I think also or like, like Snapchat a story. large part of it depends on the culture of the social media you're using. Like if you go on Twitter, for example, Twitter yeah. Twitter is so toxic. So unbelievable. That's, that's the point. point. That's like the that's the point. point. You know? Instagram is yeah. very makes you look nice and like makes you is just very like it's a like picture perfect fake, but like picture perfect it's what you want the world to see yeah and then like you go on facebook it's more just kind of like here's like my timeline of what i do even though nobody really cares but like each facebook social is an old person thing that i like knowing i i can agree but like each so it depends on the social media for one thing because each social media has its own individual culture and like standards of how you like run on the social media. Like you can get away with a lot of things on Twitter or Reddit that you'd never be able to get away with on Facebook or Instagram. That's true. Or in person. Or in person. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like it just depends. It, like if you want to talk about psychopaths, like it just depends on the social media platform they're on, and it depends on like how they view themselves, and also how they carry themselves in real life versus online. Like if it's the same. Or like similar, and like the online interaction won't be so significant because it's just a reflection of who they are. But if it's very different, it can be either like a fake image, like an alter ego, or it can just be like more of a like hinting towards like something deeper inside. So let me let me let me pause this and say ask this: Do you think that a young person's mind, including her own, mm-hmm. has changed due to their online persona during COVID or even po- like pre that? I would say, um, not necessarily the online persona, but like what you see online. From no, what I'm saying, like, has that influenced you directly? Yeah. Like what you've seen online and like how you act online and respond to other people or what they respond to 
has that impacted you personally? Like, has that influenced your personality? I mean, it. I think it was for sure has influenced my personality. Oh, fireworks! 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 Oh, fireworks. Something's going on. Can you see him? Nah, nah. Nah, nothing. Think small. Uh, whatever. Go back. Um, I would say that, like, yeah, for sure, the online persona is going to be different for it. Slightly. At but least. does that influence you personally? Yeah. Like, I, personally, I mean, individual yeah. Individual react, like, individual, like, I mean, conversations. Probably. But, like, I would say it's, like, in ways that I probably don't notice. You so, know? okay. Let me like, say, like, I, I would say, like... It's subconscious effect. Yeah, I would say, like, at least, like, I also... Oh, like especially in video games, like, I have I can have different online personas depending on like even the video game. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know, let me let me like, use, like, wait, I, hold on, hold on. let me let me use this segue like, to like something else because it's kind of related, but okay. I also think it's interesting. Do you think how you act online has influenced how you like respond to social culture? So like let's say like the Black Lives Matter movement, movement, eh. obviously very important, but also very relevant to our times and how everything's like responded due to like. Commemorative statues, police shootings, police malperformance, or something like that. Mm. Do you think your online persona and how you respond to social issues, regardless of which ones they are, has impacted how you view the social culture and how we respond to like social issues as a country or like as people? That's yeah, a tough question to answer. But it's pretty deep, but like it's a very difficult and like specific question to answer. I would say like probably yes. Well, I would say it's that I like from what I said before, it's in ways I definitely don't notice. And maybe I do some notice some differences, but like I think that like when you go online, you're not gonna be the true you. Because you have the it, again it comes back to the right. face mask my face mask thing. You're you have that mask behind you, you're gonna change your how you act at least a little bit. You know, I think that's a good assumption to make for most people. Right? I think like if you continue to act in that different way, whether it's very different or not so different, it will change how you act in real life to a certain extent. And you know, and that just depends on the individual, I would say. So it's like difficult to measure, but I think it's still like there and it's like noticeable, but the same, like whether it's, you know, conscious or subconscious, it's still a noticeable thing. And like, I think it's something that happens to most or all people who use the internet. But like, it's just difficult to measure because it depends on the individual person as well as like what you're doing online. You know, like if somebody is like the kindest person in the world, like they're so nice, but then they go online and they're a complete asshole. They're saying like, fuck you to every single person, you know, just being a complete piece of shit, right? I would say that like, it would be safe to assume that since if they do that a lot, they go online and they act like assholes, that ass, those asshole tendencies are going to seep into the real life persona. I mean, like, so what I'm saying is that, like, this topic's old is because, like, the internet's so much more valuable and important that we've realized oh, yeah. considerably, thanks due to COVID or even before that. Like, the internet's just been growing and growing oh, and yeah. growing. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, the majority but, of the world uses the internet. Exactly, it's like exactly. five billion people or something. But I'm saying, like, there's so many questions that stem from that, like, socially. Like, how you stand politically. How do you react to other people when they're being toxic or friendly or whatever? There's so many different avenues that this can go by. And I feel like it's all due to COVID. Do you remember, like, the last election, like, for, like, Trump versus Hillary? Like, polls, like, put Hillary up in, like, just, like, about everything, bro. But that was a straight cap, bro. No, the poll. No, actually, no, technically they were right. Because she won majority. Actually, she did win a majority. But, but she true. just, but she lost in the tour votes because, like, 
the majority's wins in whatever state, so you can theoretically get, like, less than 50%, like, states. But as long as they have the majority of the population and they yeah. win the majority. But H- H- Hillary fucked up on her own in that part. She, I don't know. It was tough. It, 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 was a tough, it was tough for her. But, like, yeah, like, even in that election, it was just, like, so controversial. And, like, seeing somebody like Donald Trump who was so, like... Polarizing. Polarizing and, like, wild, you know? It was, like, it was going to draw and, like, push away many people anyways. Well, yeah, but you could say that, like, maybe his support or his, like camp or whatever were just being like not online they weren't there they, to they could have been. online to say like that's the mob but like being online is also a risk because you just uh, most i would say like most people just look for information that confirms their beliefs if you want to exactly. go to politics True. that's the biggest problem misinformation misinformation i think the biggest problem but for then Western- like my question is like dude like what can you really trust bro like for me like personally for something i need to see with my life like a lot of things sure I can believe sure but like some things bro (laughs) but some things also like I want to be in denial like I remember when I first saw like TMZ reporting Kobe died bro I'm like Uh, no I was in denial bro I was like nah Kobe's not dead he can be dead bro I was just like I I was just waiting for like other like sources like yo is Kobe dead or what you never expect the person that you want to like keep going just but, like, misinformation is definitely, like, the biggest problem in, like, mm-hmm. the modern world. For sure. It's bro. so easy to make a face, like, false story. I do. Think and it. you make it look realistic for people who exactly. don't know how to, like, filter through it. I think, like, one thing that was good about our high school is that they at least <coughs> tried to teach what? us. Dude, literally, I had to, to learn that shit it. in middle school, bro. Yeah. Like, my teachers just, like, yeah. Because misinformation is such a huge problem. That's why, like, like you have to know. Like, like you would never expect anti-vaxxers in our modern day and age to be a prevalent group, but here they are. Same with flat earthers. I mean, who were disproved in like, like the 1500s you made the case that it's just how they spread themselves to social media they also spread yeah they do spread they themselves they connect together exactly a low key cult. no yeah. I, I remember like dude can you I don't know can you a cult over the internet no for sure you can again but no but I remember this like great quote from like logic new shit's whatever but like old shit good stuff anyways one of the quotes was from a different speech from Alan Watts or whatever where like if you're a fan of something there's definitely some people in the world that would agree with you and I feel like on through the internet, everything's interconnected. So you can always find that one group of people that like oh, yeah. has the same ideals as you and just trust in them. So if there's enough people that have doubt in the idea that the earth is a fucking sphere, uh-huh. they'll always find people that can agree with them. Yeah, I mean, because it, it everybody's their own person and everybody has their own ideas, right? But like, you couldn't be that interconnected before, so the majority like the loudest voice would or the majority voice would rule but, but it's also about majority who's around you bro because like yeah. people around you also impact your like beliefs and like what you like think is true or, like, yeah or what's, what's right or wrong essentially yeah but like you like, can't like think about like someone like growing up in the south or something bro like they'll want to be like like let's take nick for example bro like he grew up in that conservative culture with his dad being a cop and like just having like guns and stuff like in the family, even though he's yeah. in a very liberal state of California, right? His dad's a police officer, by the way. I know exactly. Well, California's. I know there's a lot of conservatives also. And like there's a, lot of, a huge. There's amount. a huge part also. They just they well, just aren't counting the electoral college because that's how it works. It's a it's a minority versus majority. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a very substantial minority. Like, if I grew up, people still support culture. blue people. You know, they support the cops. Regardless. Yeah, regardless. But, but, yeah. Like, I believe Sammy has concepts about, like, the Israel-Palestine conflict, which a typical American would not. 
Well, yeah, but I also... Because you're, you're deeply connected with the issue. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, it makes sense for me. Exactly. I mean, obviously. But you'll find people that, like, just, even if your opinion is niche, you'll always find someone online that can agree with you. At least one person. Yeah. At least. In six billion people, there's definitely going to be some overlap. Seven billion. Almost in seven eight. and a half billion, almost <laughs> eight billion people, there's definitely, there's definitely <laughs> some overlap. In ideas. Yeah, in I mean, dude, like, can you imagine how many There's people... a person that might look like you, there's definitely someone who's shaking. If there's somebody who has the same birthday than you, there's definitely somebody who has the same idea as you. Whatever the topic idea. it is. <laughs> you know, I think that kind of interconnected is, is like both be- extremely beneficial and extremely, like, terrible. Because right. it unites people on the extremes together, but it also unites people on good ideas together. And I think. With that, we'll we'll close off. It is three sixteen in the morning. When we started this, we started this at around two twenty or something. Something around there. It's got fifteen minutes, man. It, this has been going on for forty eight minutes and twenty three seconds. Yeah. Got a so, classic fifty with some sign offs and five closing thoughts. Uh, closing thoughts. Um, internet is super important, but quarantine sucks. Quarantine, quarantine sucks. I like how we stemmed off of that. <laughs> quarantine, uh, quarantine does suck, but hey I think man, your mind couldn't wander this far if it wasn't quarantine like that. You gotta think, yeah, connectivity. Bang bang. But hey, quarantine sucks, but you know, necessary for the general welfare of people. But shit, man, life's good. You know, life's okay. <laughs> hey yo, right. got a rough future, bro. Hey, yo, you know, hey yo, we your second baby, mama boy. This is how you do closing dots. Closing dots. <laughs> closing dots. Clearly, it's clearly it's thoughtful. We got to do with some like uh, some jokes. dumb shit. Some <laughs> some pizzazz. Yeah, some yeah. real us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I won't say anything, but. Yeah, quarantine does suck, but hey, it's not too bad. I, you know, I'm chilling. We got our own place. We're not doing too much. Life isn't particularly stressful. Hey, man. Life's doing good. work, chilling. Life is life good. All right, we got 20 uh, seconds until the until we hit the 15-minute mark. Anything else you guys want to say before we sign off? Um, Probably got to stray uh, less from the topic, but I enjoyed where it went. I like oh, the yeah. idea Podcast, get us some hoes, bro. We need some desperately. <laughs> <laughs> what a great sign off! Yeah, what a great you. sign off! And with that, we will be ending the first episode of the For the Culture podcast. I'm Casillo, Farshid, and Sammy. Stay safe and have a wonderful night. Good Peace night. Out. Peace.